0: What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to preview the game against the Brooklyn Nets going down tonight. Can the Bulls rectify some of the things and trends that we've been seeing that are troubling with the team? Who's going to play? Who's out? Who's in? What are some of the positives and negatives coming into this game? We're going to look at all that plus some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls face a test in the Brooklyn Nets in front of them today. One of the rare situations in which the Bulls are actually going to have the rest advantage as the Brooklyn Nets are coming off a uh, the first game of a back-to-back. This is the second game of a back-to-back for them. We're heading into Brooklyn to face them. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are an interesting team because they uh, offensively are still very good as far as league standings and in the league, but defensively, they are the absolute worst team in the league defensively um, so far this young season. And so looking at that, it, it, it's going to be a, a interesting balance between, right? So offense, the Nets rank uh, 18th, the Bulls rank 20th in offense. Right now, we're going to talk about what's current concerning about those offensive stats. Here in a second for the Bulls, um, but the Bulls are very much better on the defensive end than the Nets are. like I said, the Nets are the last ranked team uh, defensively, um, in the NBA, and they have one of the worst point differentials as well. Whereas the Bulls come in and they are ranked 15th, right in the middle of the pack defensively, um, in the NBA. Now we know, you know, you can you can say some things. We've talked very heavily about first quarter blowups and lack of getting out to the three point range outside of the three, uh, the corner three, which they have defended that corner three well. But everything else, they haven't really defended well at that three point line. So is this going to be a game that where it's going to turn into an offensive game, or is it going to be who can make the defensive uh, plays late in the game to stop the other team? It could go either way, right? We can see an absolute shootout. We can see a game in which both both teams go over 120 points per game, or we can see a game in which... Yeah, it still may be high scoring, uh, but one team really kicks in defensively um towards the end of that game that really changes and dictates this game for the Chicago Bulls. One of the things too is matchups, right? If Ayotsumu is going to play in this game, we don't know. He's listed as questionable, right along with Zach Levine and Kobe White, all questionable. Drummond is out for sure, um, but with Ayotsumu being in there. How can he defend Kyrie Irving, right? That matchup is going to be telling how how he can... Because if he can make Kyrie Irving have an ineffective scoring night, like I've said before, I said over on Locked on Bulls, still expect Kyrie to technically get his numbers, but hopefully we can do enough defensively to him between uh, Io and Caruso if they're both playing, if Io is playing, uh, that we can contain him enough to where he's not maybe shooting the best percentages. And Kevin Durant, you guys know, I've been very vocal. In the fact, Kevin Durant is one of the players that nobody can stop. You could only hope to slow down. Uh, are they going to try to put P. Will on Kevin Durant, even though P. Will hasn't been having the best defensive season overall? He's coming along a little bit better here lately. Um, And then let DeMar DeRozan, who isn't the greatest defender, guard Ben Simmons, who Ben Simmons is offensively, defensively, he just hasn't been anything. Is Ben Simmons even going to play in this game? He set out last night against the Pacers. We'll see if Ben Simmons is not in this game. I think it makes the defensive matchups a little bit easier to kind of uh, of gauge there. Um, But we'll see. At the end of the day, like, one of the things with this team is both teams can go off, especially if Zach Levine is going to end up being in the game. This is going to be the first time Zach Levine plays in back-to-backs. We'll get into that a little bit later. But with that being said, like, really looking at this team, how they're going to play. The Bulls need to lock in. And some of the things, it looks like Ben Simmons actually has been moved from being out to -to day-to-day. Expect him to probably play tonight as well. You know, coaches do a little bit of those weird things. But some of the more surprising trends, we've been talking a lot about the trends statistically with the Chicago Bulls, and we actually have now the breakdowns quarter to quarter. So in the first quarter of the games, the Bulls are actually the ninth-ranked offensive team in the NBA. The defense is 30th. The net, they're 25th. In quarter two, they they their offensive rating is 121. That's good enough again for ninth in the second quarter in the NBA. Their defensive rating is a 108. That's good enough for sixth in the NBA. Really good there. Now this is where we start getting concerning. in In the third quarters of games so far this season, the Bulls offense uh, has a 116 rating. That's good enough for 13th. The defense is fourth with a with a rating of 105. Right, still pretty solid. Fourth quarter. This is not what I expected. Looking at the games, I did not expect this. The Bulls have the worst fourth-quarter offense in the NBA at, with an offensive rating of 87.6. That's 30th, dead last in the NBA. That's concerning. That's big-time concerning. That's majorly concerning. And then the defense, right? It's the defense that saves them. We have the fifth-ranked defense overall in the NBA with a rating of 100, 100.6. That's an excellent defensive rating. So really, when you look at it, it boils down. Can the Bulls, like the balance of offense and defense in each one of these quarters, the only time that they play in the top 10 percentile in both defense and offense are the second quarters. Now, the reason why that hasn't hasn't felt as, an, as effective is because the Bulls get out to terrible first quarters in most of these games. So, you know, the, the thing with the Bulls is, and the thing we've been saying, you have to play four quarters worth of basketball. Are we going to see that from the Chicago Bulls tonight? against the Brooklyn Nets. If we do, right, we know we're going to miss Drummond. That's a, that's a big part of what the Bulls do defensively. He's going to be out here. But looking at this game and what can happen, we need Zach to be on. We need our $200 million player to be on tonight. And whether that's defensively, whether it's offensively, we need it to be on. We can't allow one of these role players from the Brooklyn Nets to go off like we have with other teams. Look out, Seth Curry is probably still out in this game, so don't worry about him. Joe Harris, is Joe Harris, Patty Mills. These are, these are players that are at a risk to go off. But one of the things that, benef- that are going to benefit us in this game is the size advantage. Now, while Nick Claxton is putting together a pretty darn good season, to me, he averaging, he's averaging 12 points per game, 8 rebounds, with a PER of 20. But that is it on that front line. Are they going to play him a, a whole bunch of minutes to combat Vooch? Because i tell you what, the next the player they got backing up, Nick Claxton, in, in, at the center position is Markeith Morris. And i tell you what, Vooch better feast. Feed better feast on this on this team, while Nick Claxton is a very good defensive player, having a great defensive rating as well so far this season, that matchup may be telling for the Chicago Bulls team. Everything else kind of cancels each other out. Well, let me say that to a degree, right? Because you look at Kyrie, Zach can both put up huge points. We know Demar and KD can both put up huge points. The defensive matchups, who kicks in the defensive intensity? You would hope that the Bulls uh, can kick in the defensive intensity way better than a team like the Brooklyn Nets that have been horrible defensively this season, right? Yes, they're coming off their second win of the season. We don't want to let them get their first back-to-back win against us. We don't want to allow that to happen. Vooch is going to be highly important. Playing at him from, from down low with him, and allowing his passing, but one of the things that have been concerning with the Chicago Bulls offense as well, and that contributes to that, is the no, we are almost now back to where we were last season with the lack of movement off the ball. We have to move when we have when we don't have the ball. That is going to create so many more opportunities as it did early in the season. We have to get back to that. If this team can get back to that, if this team can do that, the, the bench does it pretty well. If the starting lineup can do it, we got to start watching DeMar. We got to start watching Zach. Now, we got to start watching Vooch as well. While I do think we need to play from Vooch down low, utilize his passing, utilizing his post game. Can he give us another three point shooting percentage like he did last game as well? If that three point shot is coming to him, I think we can get that. We, he doesn't need to force it at all. Uh, if we can for, for, force Nick Claxton to come out to the perimeter to guard Nikola Vucevic, that is, we, we should be able to get every other defensive rebound other than that. I mean, a lot of offensive rebounds in that case because at that point, you know, yeah, Kevin Durant is a hell of a rebounder as well. But we should be able to win that rebounding battle. I'm looking for the Bulls to have more points in the paint. I'm looking for the Bulls to have more second-chance points. I'm looking for the Bulls to have a, a defensive game as well in this, whether it's in the second half, whether it's throughout the game. I'm looking for them to kick in that defensive mentality big time for the Chicago Bulls. This is a game that we need, right? We need to, to start writing the ship. And this is a team, while not any slouch on the offensive end, that we, can ta- we should be able to take advantage of on that defensive end, especially, especially if Zach Levine is playing and hopefully he does play. It remains to be seen with that, right? Now, if Io is in this game as well, if Io chips in offensively like he has, shouldered some more of the offensive load in, the, in a few of these games this season, it can completely change the dynamic of this game. If we can have a game where we get double-digit points from each one of our starters, like I think we got one game this season, that is a that is an onslaught that most teams, especially a team that's defensively lacking like the Brooklyn Nets, just won't be able to stack up with and against. Hopefully we can see that from this team. I pray that we can. But as we know with the Chicago Bulls team as well, that big lead that we that the the hole that we dig ourselves into you do not want to let the Brooklyn Nets get into a rhythm from outside scoring the ball and get hot and us not to be able to respond because if that happens if that happens this isn't other teams they got Ky- Kyrie and KD over there and while you know the rest of the balance of the roster is a little bit off I st- I think Steve Nash is one of the ro- worst coaches in the NBA so far this season we have we we have to right the ship we have to have a four-quarter effort from this team on both sides of the ball yes it's going to expound a-, a lot of energy yes we do have a back-to-back and we face Charlotte tomorrow yes we have all these things but at the end of the day this team has to figure it the hell out and if they do not against the Brooklyn Nets that game can get ugly Fast, and we don't want to see that, right? We don't want this team that's only has two wins, even though we only have three. We don't want to see them get hot against us, and us not be able to respond. We have some of the most rest that we have. Yes, we have a back to back, right? We have two sets of back to back in less than seven days. We have uh, we play today, we play tomorrow against Charlotte. You have a day off, and then we play Friday against Boston, and then I have another day off before we do home and home against Toronto Sunday and Monday. So you know, don't be don't be surprised if Zach does sit against Charlotte. I think that he still may play maybe some minutes. We'll see. But again, with the Boston game, the next one being on ESPN, and we knowing that they do want to get some revenge after how we came back on them last game. Listen, this this next stretch for the Bulls is going to be telling. Yes, Drummond's getting some rest. Hopefully, Drummond is back by that Boston game because we're definitely going to need him. But hopefully, this Bulls team can come in, do some things a little bit better, bring back the the off-the-ball movement, bring some defensive intensity, not have a down first quarter. If the Bulls can win the first quarter in this game, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a, a step in the right direction. Now they can't win the first quarter and then lose every other one, so you know that's only so much of what it could be. But at least we need to see this team start making some improvements in those areas. Listen, I know a lot of Bulls fans are down on this team so far. I understand it. While I don't agree with some of some of the the, the well, I agree with most of the critique. I guess I don't agree with all of the knee jerk reactions from some parts of the fan base. But at the end of the day, it's all still valid. This team has shown some very big concerning things, especially for a team that you're looking to. To hopefully get to the playoffs, right? To not to hopefully, we this team should be thought of and looked at as a playoff team. And for the, the fact of the matter is, there are a lot of fans, whether I agree or disagree, they're like, "Hey, are we a playing team? Are we even going to make the playoffs? We I may mean, yeah, at best can be a, a ten seed, but the end of the day is that the play needs to be there for the Chicago Bulls, and they've shown the ability to do so. They've shown the ability to be a two way team that can be solid on both ends of the court." Now, yes, injuries, rest, all these other things absolutely play a part for the Chicago Bulls team. But hopefully we can start to correct and right the ship today against the against the Brooklyn Nets. This is going to be a tough week for the Chicago Bulls. Even though the Charlotte uh, Hornets, who haven't been the best so far this season, they're 3-4 and four just like us, you don't want to overlook them. The fact that we face Brooklyn, the Hornets, Boston, Toronto, and Toronto, and then the dog of New Orleans coming <laughs> about a week from today as well. This is going to be a nice stretch for the Chicago Bulls. And I think this is going to be the shirts where we see, especially if everybody can get and stay healthy, how are they going to respond? How are they going to fix some of the things from the first two weeks of the season that have been concerning, that have hurt the team, that have, that have done all these things? And also, one of the things, too, this team needs to find a way to work Dalen Terry in. Dalen Terry, as many flashes he's shown in preseason, was just not ready against the philadelphia 76ers and if you guys aren't members you didn't get to see my members only video one of the things while i don't think billy donovan should be on the hot seat and i know me posting that to the community tab got some people fired up it was really to start conversation i don't think billy donovan should be at risk to lose his job he has one year left on his contract let him see that year out but one of the things that have been more concerning with this when you really look at it and i'm going to bring this conversation from the members only video to here is that what development has billy donovan really done for our young players and I'm going to quantify that by saying this. Io DeSumo, to me, yes, he's developed. But Io DeSumo was an older rookie who stepped in, came in, showed some things defensively, and really is just polishing a game that he show. he's shown growth, right? I don't want to take away the growth. But when you look at the young players on this team, since Billy Donovan's taken over, we still had Laurie. We still had Wendell. We still had Gafford at that time, I believe, right? Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Dale, Dale and Terry, Marco Simonovic. Our young players really aren't developing much under Billy Donovan. If I'm going to give him any critique, it's that one, right? And some of that is absolutely on the players. I'm not laying it all at the feet of Billy Donovan, but the one thing that I want to see Billy Donovan do more and I understand we we went from a team that wasn't expected to do anything to a team that made the moves that made them that 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 accelerated their window and made them a playoff team, and you may not have time to focus on development as, as much as you did. But at the end of the day, the way that this front office is building this team until we either go completely in on trading young pieces to bring in maybe some players that are more around Zach Levine's age at 25 to 27 that are a surefire thing right now. But as long as we still have Dalen Terry's, the Patrick Williams, the Io DeSumus, the Marco is on this roster, this front office is still betting part of where the, the bull's ceiling on development of those young players. And the young players, they just aren't developing here. And the and the way the play of Laurie Marketing has woken this conversation up and so many other Bulls fans of hey, do we just and again, I think most of the, the issues with Laurie are on the foot of the feet of Jim Boylan because he didn't develop a goddamn thing. But we need to see Billy Donovan start having a plan to build these players up because no, we are not a championship team. We don't appear to be so. We don't have the play to be so as it stands right now. And and if this front office isn't going to make moves to try to bring in some major pieces to accelerate that window and take advantage now, it means that they want to see those young players develop. And to develop, we have to find we have to have a plan to develop those players. And the Winnie City Bulls only get you so far with that. We need to see Dalen Terry get some minutes. Now, some of that also is on this team being able to hold on to lead so we can work those players in, but we need to see player development start being a bigger piece because if DeMar does go, God forbid, if Vooch does go, at that point now, we are at a talent deficit and don't have any younger players that have been groomed to step up into those roles, right? And another thing that I'm going to talk about, I was going to do this on a whole other video, is the, the, hearing that, that Vanderbilt over in the Utah Jazz may be available. I'm going to tell you what right now, the kid has a defensive rating in the in the in the in the, in the less than 110. I think it's like 106. He's having an amazing defensive d- defensive efficiencies. And he has the ability to shoot the ball. I would not mind at all if the Bulls. For example, if the Bulls were to trade that Portland pick for Jared Vanderbilt and players, I wouldn't necessarily be mad at it at all. And I'll flesh out that idea a little bit more on another video, probably over the weekend. Let me know, though, what you think about that. Do you want to see the Bulls go after a young player who's still extremely young and fits the timeline of a player who can still develop on this team in a Jared Vanderbilt? Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. But that is it for me for today, guys. I love you guys so much, man. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, gmail.com. Lastly, you can leave a text and our voicemail We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys and see where it. Peace y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Media.